Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time now to go beyond the headlines. And for the next two hours, go where every sports fan wants to go. Behind the scenes and into the practice facilities, locker rooms, coaches' offices, and press boxes to get the info before anyone else. This is the ESPN 1320 Insiders. Okay, good morning. Good morning, everybody. A happy Monday to you out there, to you at youtube.com slash ESPN1320, at twitch.tv slash ESPN1320. Maybe you're listening on the free Odyssey app, or maybe you're listening on the old-fashioned radio at 1320 AM. No matter where you are or how you're listening, we do appreciate you. I'm Kyle. He's James. And I don't think, James, that there's been a show yet where I have been more like i've i've wanted more for the show to be longer than two hours oh yeah because there's so many jokes i want to make today not jokes i want to make but so many like non-sports things i want to talk about but we have a king's game to recap and preview big win over the suns on on friday night for the kings Mm -hmm. we'll talk about that niners beat the seahawks and by way of dallas beating philly the 49ers are now the number one seed in the nfc what does that mean Mm mm-hmm you have Brock Purdy playing really well again. In the MVP conversation still, Dak Prescott has overtaken him in the betting odds. We can talk about that. Okay. But we're also giving away our PS5 today. Well, uh, one, one, of, of. One, of, one of five PS5s that we will be giving away all week. There's also a copy of NBA 2K24 in there. There's also this sweet insider's hoodie, this one right here that I'm wearing, that is not for sale. You can't buy this one. We're, we're going to actually take that one off Kyle's back to give to you. No, ooh, don't do that. It's a little sweaty. You're not going to want this one. <laughs> we will give you a fresh one. A fresh one. And, and your choice of colors. Red, blue, black. You get... Your choice of colors. Your choice of color and size. Not going to be one of those things where we just throw one at you and say, here, take it. Here's a size quadruple XL, and yeah. sorry, it doesn't fit a you. Bit. It'll be a night shirt. You're welcome. Yeah. No, <laughs> We'll be giving that away. We're going to open the phone lines to give that away. Phone. I see. I, this is where I, I I truly need Kyle because I have no idea how to do any of this stuff. It's fine. That's all me, dog. I don't touch any buttons. Nope. That's the nope. rules. Them are the rules. I might need you to. We can check this. We're not gonna. Hey, spoiler alert. We're not gonna tell you when to call this break. Yeah. This this segment. So I will run in there at the break and make sure that you're all set in there for what you need. Okay. And we'll be all good. Shohei Otani signed a seventy. It's 10-year, $700 million contract 
with the Los Angeles Dodgers. We didn't get a chance to talk about that because it happened after our show on Friday. Um, Shams Charania coming out and reporting this morning that the Hawks, Kings, and Pacers are all in on OG Ananobi or Pascal Siakam. Mm. Although the teams are believing that Siakam is the one more likely to be dealt. We're going to dive into that. Okay. I'm assuming you've seen the clip of you getting a shout out. Oh by yeah, Mark Jones on oh, NBC no, I, Sports California. I love it. It's incredible. Yeah, I love well, it. Was his assessment of your game accurate? Well, at this stage, yeah. Like, yeah. no, it does. I, I can't move my feet well enough. Not yeah, no. at this stage. No, I, that's what. That's what it's like. Dang, I, I, I don't love Ham, my guy, getting astray there. But you know what? Feels accurate. Oh no, there was a point where I I could play oh, no defense, doubt. no doubt, but not you, anymore. Yeah, if you played yeah. soccer and 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 football and stuff, you could you could definitely play a little defense on a basketball. Oh yeah, I played in basketball leagues. I, I could play defense. Yeah, no, these days not sliding no. your feet much. No, no, and if I looked the wrong way too quick, I'd throw my back out. Yeah, no, you're you're not not a lot of fast twitch. No, there's nothing left uh, of the fast twi- <laughs> twitch muscles in James. Yeah, when yeah. I when I was when I was uh, I don't want to say unemployed because I'm fully unemployed, but when I did not have like a regular day job with regular hours and I was just blogging and kind of write whenever I wanted, I was going to the gym every day, and I had gotten my car. I was doing a ton of cardio, and I'm like. I'm going to get back on the basketball court. Mm. I'm feeling really good. I'm doing the Stairmaster for half an hour. I'm on the treadmill for, for 15 or 20 minutes. Like, let's rock. Like, I got this. One game. I had one three-on-three half-court game in me before I was like, nope, it's, we're done. You're done. It's over. I don't, I don't want to officially retire from pickup hoops, but boy, we're very close. Yeah, so I played softball <laughs> for like 18 years. I can still go out on a volleyball court and set and sure. and I, I don't I'm not gonna like get up and like hammer a ball down right but I can still pass I can I just can't anything low I can't go get yeah no yeah that's that's kind of I, I I'll pick up softball again at some point yeah but yeah basketball basketball is out for me so I was really I was really happy for you I was a little bit bummed that Mark Jones didn't you know give a shout out to the to the Kings beat or to the insiders. He didn't, you know, plug anything, which is fine. But. Well, I, I also think there may have been a, a like a strict talking to afterwards that like because I don't work there anymore, they don't they're not allowed to say my name. Yeah, I'm I'm like their own their Voldemort. Yeah. What? <laughs> well yeah, like <laughs> No, I like it even more. Yeah. I was already in I was already in on the on what Mark Jones said. Now I like it even more. Oh no! Uh, like how petty? Just uh, we'll we'll go down this rabbit hole for one second. Oh, okay. This is how petty. This is why I wish we had more than two Th- hours. Go this on. is how petty it got. <laughs> there was a moment where the Sacramento Kings terminated Luke Walton. Luke Walton and I talk quite often. Luke sent me a statement and asked, "Hey James, I don't have social media. Can you put this statement out for me?" I said, "Of course I can." So I put out a statement. From Luke Walton, the former head coach of the Sacramento Kings, the day after he was terminated. I got a text from someone at NBC and said, hey, did Luke send that statement to anyone else? And I said, no, they he sent it out through me. Right. Oh. I said, does that mean you can't use it on the broadcast? Yeah. So let me get this straight. The head coach of the Sacramento Kings was terminated yesterday. (laughs) I put out a statement as a member of the media today, and you can't use the statement on air because I used to work there, and 
you guys decided not to cover the team anymore, and now you can't use that statement on the air? Like, all right. So that Mark Jones nuts. probably got like a demerit. They, they probably had a stern talking to with Mark Jones. Mark Jones, we cannot say James Ham on the air. <laughs> I I would have loved to know Mark Jones' response to that. Yeah. Anyway. No, he would come up with something clever and, and just mix it in and roll it in there. Yeah. <laughs> I hope he says it once a broadcast. I love it. Just I to, love it. Just yeah. to be petty. All right. Uh, the Niners beat the Seahawks 28-16, to 16, further establishing themselves as the, as the best team in the in the sport right now. Um, although the Cowboys, I thought made a case on Sunday night football and I'm not, I, 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 am having a hard time distinguishing whether I think the Cowboys and the Cowboys are, are good. Like they're playing really well right now, but I was stunned at how bad Philadelphia looked. There were no points of that game. Like at least in the Niner game, they had the first two drives yeah, and then they had the, the, the touchdown after the whole Dre Greenlaw thing, they made it 21, 13, and immediately after that, they had the Niners in a third and eight where there was a real possibility in the third quarter where the Niners are punting back to the Eagles in a one-score game, and that game goes a lot different. That, but I never, ever felt that at any point on Sunday night. No, I, I mean, Dallas is... I, I've been saying this for like the last four weeks. Dallas is coming. Yeah. Like, Dallas is... Yeah. Like, they're a, a good team, mm-hmm. and they're a dangerous team. But I'd also say this, like, Kyle, the... The 49ers were allowed like a three week hiatus where they just like they were bad. They just like forgot how to play football, mm-hmm. right? Like three weeks straight. Like mm-hmm. what what is wrong with you? You forgot yeah. how to play football. And then before that they were incredible. After that they've been incredible. Doesn't Philly get the same thing? Don't we have to like give them a two, three week buffer and yeah, say, sure. Okay, this is who you are today. Now if they go into Seattle next week and lose, mm-hmm. then we start like a little bit more panic, but I don't know. For me, it's like it, it's a uh, 17 weeks is long NFL season. You're going to have ebbs and flows and you're going to have you, when you lose momentum, you can lose it for two or three weeks. Sure. So I want to see how they recover. See if they recover like the Niners. Yeah. I'm still very much of the mind that there's three teams that can represent the NFC in the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and the Eagles are one of them. Yeah. I'm not out on the Eagles. I just thought for sure. Okay. They get, they get punked at home. They get beat up a little bit. Now you go to Dallas in a game that everybody's picking Dallas to win. And it was it was like, man, I, I think the Eagles are going to show up here. I yeah. you're going to see, even if they lose, it's going to be a like, tough game. And they, they, they were flat again. Yeah. And that was, like I said, not writing them off. They're still very good. They could still win the Super Bowl. But I was just really, really, really stunned at how... Blah, they lay down. Yeah. 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 I don't think Jalen Hurts is right. I don't think he does not look like the athlete we saw last year. And I think it's impacting their offense as a whole. They also, they've changed things schematically. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's hurt them. Yeah. Like, I think that they made some mistakes there. Yeah. Uh, other stuff from this weekend. The Kings beat the Suns 114-106. A uh, little bit of a slow start there. But, I mean, Darren Fox. Just That's finish it. it. That's it. 23 fourth quarter points. He was like really, really good. Every time I look, I thought there were replays happening. No. I thought it was like a montage one. of deer and fox buckets. <laughs> and it's like, nope, this is just the game. That's how it's going. Yeah, 23 fourth quarter points. He had a really nice game in the fourth quarter. And the and the Suns, uh, or the Kings held off the Suns 114-106. De'Aaron Fox player of the game? 
Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's our Jiffy Lube fast break player of the game. That's right. Jiffy Lube, just because they're giving away a PS5, NBA 2K24, and a hoodie does not mean that they're stopping giving away the $100 Jiffy Lube gift certificate, bros. That's right. Yeah. So we have a Jiffy Lube $100 gift certificate. You need to go online right now to ESPN1320.com. Click on the Jiffy Lube logo right there. And you need to uh, add your name to the bucket. And someone will win a $100 gift certificate from Jiffy Lube. It's yeah. a it's a Jiffy Lube Christmas, man. You have to enter that promo code FOX. FOX. Is F-O-X. A, yeah, yeah. The password is Fox. Jiffy Lube is what I'm calling it. Jiffy Lube is what I'm calling it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that so that's um we'll 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 talk more about that game here in a bit, but that's exactly why the whole oh we have to play the Suns and the, the Timberwolves get to play the Spurs. Yep. Like the Kings are good enough to beat the Suns, man. Especially without Kevin Durant and Bradley Beal. And mm-hmm. they went out and they did. And now Bradley Beal is almost back. Maybe. Until he's not again. Yeah. Right. I think he's already ineligible for a postseason award. Is that right? Uh, I'm almost positive. Oh, yeah, that he would have to be because 65 games, right? Yeah, so he can miss up to 17. Uh, The Suns have played 22 games, and he has missed, I think, 19 of them. Yikes. He is already ineligible for postseason awards. Well, he's there to try and win a championship, and if the Suns look like they did the other night, I don't think they're going to be doing that, but they're a lot different team with, with Kevin Durant on the court, FYI. They are. Um, we got plenty more to get into. We got to hit a break right now. We've got Niners coming up. We got Kings coming up. We have to talk about two other things from yesterday, including one of the worst football games of all time. Oh God. And <laughs> I'm going to have to side with some referees. And I hate doing that. We'll talk about it next on ESPN 1320 Sacramento Sports Leader. the insiders with james ham and kyle Matson, brought to you by jiffy loop on espn 1320 i gotta make sure my mic was on oh you know i was really worried when this is an unrelated sports thing we'll talk niners in a second i was really worried when i went when i shaved my head bald because i started losing my hair and i was like 22 it was just my hairline I had no chance so I started cutting it shorter and shorter and my then girlfriend now wife was like yo dude just let yep. it go it's like alright I was really worried that that like you know that fresh haircut like confidence boost where you mm. get the fresh haircut and you're just like man I look sick I was really worried I was really worried that that was gonna go away oh when I stopped getting haircuts because now I just I just take it all the way down every time it's it doesn't go away Oh, you still got that? I hadn't I hadn't gone full wall because I have clippers where I can get it like really, really short. Yeah. Where I and I've just been doing that just on the fly as, as we go, because I wear a hat, it doesn't usually matter that much. But I, I finally bought like a proper electric head shaver mm-hmm. and I uh, used it last night. It's my first time being like full bald in kind of like a month and a half. Oh. Feels great. Hmm. Shout out to shout out to the bald homies out there. There That's we all. go. That's something I wanted to say at the top of the show, and then I forgot. Got a lot going on. All right. Brock Purdy yesterday, 19 to 27, 368 passing yards, two touchdowns and a pick. I think the most impressive thing for me with Brock yesterday is I don't want to get into the whole, does he throw it downfield enough? Does he? Because he does, subjectively. Like, it's just that, that's not even a discussion for me. He struggled out of the gate, I think, in part because the Niners didn't do a good job of keeping him upright. Yep. But B, 
you saw Seattle really making making a concerted effort to take away the intermediate, short, middle of the field throws. And what we've seen multiple times this year now is defenses take something away early or throw something at the Niners' offense that they're not ready for. The game that comes to mind first is the Giants game in Week 3 mm-hmm. where the Giants just 36 out of 39 dropbacks, I think it was, blitzed. It was just relentless, just five, six, seven pass rushers in his face the entire game, and he struggled out of the gate, but eventually calmed down and figured it out. I thought that's what he did against Seattle yesterday. Yeah, I think what we're at the point is that we're watching a young quarterback learn on the fly and and continue to improve. And we, we kept having these hypothetical numbers that he might be able to put up. They're not hypothetical anymore. Yeah. He's got 3,553 passing yards. He got 25 touchdowns, seven interceptions. You know, he's rushed in a couple of touchdowns. Like this kid is, he's growing and, and becoming a frontline NFL quarterback in front of our eyes. And I think if you're still caught up in whether he's good enough or whether he's like, he is making this offense work mm-hmm. and he's doing a great job. And sometimes he's going to get off to a slow start. Every quarterback does. Every quarterback has a bad game. I mean, I watched plenty of Patrick Mahomes, and he's had plenty of bad games this year mm-hmm. without the drops, without mm-hmm. all the, the poor play by his, his wide receivers. Without Kadarius Tony lighting up offsides. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I mean, like, and the funny thing is, it's like they're, you know, they're putting it out here, like, as the call. Like, oh, they lose on a call. No, they lost on a mistake by a player. That's it, dude. They lost on a mistake by a player. And you know what? It's the same exact player that's, that lost you a game early in the season because he dropped a wide-open touchdown. It's the same player who has dropped balls all season long. It's a player that, like, if you wanted to be mad at somebody, that's who he should have been yelling at on the it, sidelines. It felt, like he was, it felt like he was venting frustration at the official but that frustration was really with his receivers and his coach and the fact that the Chiefs under Patrick Mahomes are facing adversity for the first time, really ever. Yeah. Facing major adversity. There there's adversity in every NFL season, but like they're they're in if they I saw this stat today. If they lose one more game, they will go under their preseason win total for the first time since Andy Reid arrived. Mm. So it's just new ground. And I, I think Mahomes is is struggling to deal with it and when I'm sure there are just mistakes all over the place on tape with his receivers we see the drops we don't see when guys run the wrong route because oh, yeah. no, we don't see when a guy doesn't get enough depth or or what whatever it is it lined up in the wrong spot whatever so I think that was the, where that frustration was because I I've seen people arguing and I and I get this like that's a penalty that doesn't affect the play Yep. And it was an amazing, really cool play. And and I get that. But he was lined up off sides. He didn't check with the ref. And that's the thing. He didn't do the thing like receivers do where they check with the ref. And then the ref goes, hey, nope, you got to back up. And he backs up. And okay, good. He didn't do that. And the ref's not going to go, oh, well, you know. It's just another mental mistake by the, the same exact player that makes yeah. mental mistakes all the time. And if you want to be a great team, a championship team, you probably should have waved him in week three. <laughs> that's it. It kind of feels like it. Yeah, and I know being a good teammate is not sitting there and you know just unloading on your, your wide receiver there for making a, another stupid mistake. It is what it is, man. Like, yeah. like, if you feel like that's better for you to take it on the ref, 
should be doing is taking it out on the GM. Why didn't you go get me a legitimate number one mm-hmm. wide receiver? Yeah. Why am I having to create a wide receiver and Rashi Rice? And and if they, for some reason, lost Travis Kelsey, oh, this toast. team is done. They're a sub-500 team. So, like, look, they might I, already be done. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I, I don't disagree with that. So I, I I'm not gonna totally count them out, and I don't want to spend a ton of time on the Chiefs yeah. here. But this is just, it, it just nuts. That the flag comes out on that play right away. Ball gets snapped. Receivers offside. Flag comes out. The refs can't watch that play by Travis Kelsey, which was unreal. Oh, spectacular! Incredible throw. To get it like sidearm and get it through that defender that came down to try and knock it down, it was crazy. In remarkable play, should be shown on highlight reels forever. But the ref threw that flag at the snap. He didn't know that that play was going to happen. Yeah, of course. And you can't pick it up because it's not an objective call. It's not pass interference where you can go. You know what? Actually, you know what? I don't think he got it. Or just pick it up. Like if he picks up that flag and go, the player wasn't offsides, and then they line it up. And they show it on the replay. You're going to see that he's offsides. So line up in the right spot, maybe. I don't know. It just doesn't seem that hard. It doesn't seem that hard. And especially, he's the guy who scored the touchdown. Like, and that's like, you're the guy who made the mistake. Yeah. You scored the touchdown, sure, but it, it was on him. Yeah. It's not even like some other dude accidentally lined up in the neutral zone and, and it wasn't even in the neutral zone his, his whole entire body is up like he was way offside way offside so, yeah i mean i think he's even his helmet is above is is beyond the football it's crazy like, come on man he's so far yeah he's so far offside anyways yeah i feel bad because now like the officials have to sit here and explain and it's because patrick mahomes acted like a baby right like, you act like a baby man yeah and i hate that and because you know what? I'm I, the guy who I, loves Patrick Mahomes right. and would have loved that touchdown yeah. on my fantasy football stats yesterday. Mm-hmm. No, it's it is like your the dude on, made a mistake. The on field temper tantrum is fine. Like I get that. I genuinely do. Like yeah. I don't mean to call it insulting by calling. Don't mean to insult it by calling it a temper tantrum. I get he's pissed. Yeah. But when you get into your press conference, you've had time to sit and relax for a second and take a deep breath. And watch the replay. Go, watch the replay. And he still goes out and he's like, you can't make that call. It's horrible. And it's affecting Travis Kelsey's Hall of Fame career. Like, they can't show that play now. And blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, my God, dude. It's okay. This They've is... got clips of Taylor Swift. They'll show those. Bro, they, he's fine. <laughs> Travis Kelsey could have retired two years ago and he's got a gold jacket. Like, That's right. It's fine. Yeah. Relax. <laughs> yeah, it's just, a, just a bad look for a player who's, like, been the epitome of cool, calm, and collected his entire career. Yeah. They'll they'll fill that void in his in his reel with his uh, with Taylor Swift high fiving Patrick Mahomes girlfriend in the I mean yeah, wife, wife in, yeah. in the uh, in the booth yeah so, there you go time. yeah she'll she'll save the day for sure uh, you know who wouldn't have lined up offsides oh Brandon Ayuk oh no no <laughs> uh, congrats to Brandon Ayuk a new career high in receiving yards uh, he set his new career high with the forty five yard catch in the third quarter. That put him at uh, 1,023 yards, eight more yards than he had last season on 23 fewer catches. Mm. He's been unbelievable this year. No, he's been great. And, you know, he's been Brock Purdy's primary target. And then he has a great game, and it's totally overshadowed by Debo Samuel and by, like, that's what, by that's what, that's Christian what was McCaffrey. Amazing. 145 rushing yards for Christian McCaffrey. 149 receiving yards for Debo Samuel. 126 receiving yards for Brandon Ayuk. Oh yeah, George Kittle, light day. Three catches, 76 yards, and a 44-yard touchdown. This was the game 
where every player was firing. I, I don't think I've I don't think I've seen that yet with the 49ers under Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, it's always one guy and like oh and a couple couple other good games. This was three really really great games. Yeah, it's like if the Kings ever had a game where four guys had thirty points. Basically, it's that game. Yeah, or yeah. three guys had thirty points and one had twenty five. Yeah, that's kind of the same thing. Yeah, yeah, really that's impressive. Perfect example. Yeah, I just the the 49ers are just kind of firing on all cylinders right now. They mm-hmm. weren't even I didn't even think they were particularly good yesterday. And they still figured out a way, at least out of the gate. They were they were better late. Yeah. But out of the gate, I didn't think they were very good yesterday. They had that emotional letdown a little bit. Kyle Shanahan told Aaron Andrews, and she said this before the game, that he said they were like emotionally spent. Mm. Like All before right. the game. I was like, man, that's, that's kind tough. Of a wild thing to admit. But they overcame it. Uh, they won 28 to 16, and uh, now they're the number one seed. Mm. Got to win when they needed it. Uh, yes, they did. All right. Let's talk about the Kings' win over the Suns. We have some reporting from Shams Terrania that may or may not tell us anything new. Yeah. I don't think it tells us anything new. We'll no. talk about it anyways on the other side of the break. He's James. I'm Kyle. We're the insider sponsored by Jiffy Lube. This is ESPN 1320 Sacramento Sports Leader. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now, back to the insiders with James Hamm and Kyle Madsen. Brought to you by Jiffy Lube on ESPN 1320. This time of year, I always have like my antennas up for trade news or trade rumors, because if the right person says the right thing, you can get a little bit of insight on whether that trade rumor is for real or is it, is there something more to this? Can you read between the lines? It's just kind of a fun thing to do. Yeah. Sham Sharania came out with a report today in The Athletic. I'm scrolling Twitter and I see Kings and NBA trade stuff and what I'm hearing. And I'm like, oh, snap. Let's let's see. (laughs) According to Shams Trania, the Kings are looking to add good players. 
Uh, James, yeah. your thoughts? <laughs> science. It's science. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, like, look. Real, real quick, let me let me just. Yeah. Uh, Shams said the Hawks, Kings, and Pacers have been in contact to various degrees with the Raptors about OG Ananobi and Pascal Siakam. Teams around the league believe that Pascal Siakam is more likely to be dealt than OG Ananobi. Okay, so we've been hearing the OG thing, I mean, the uh, Pascal Siakam thing for a little while, right? Mm -hmm. Even uh, our friend uh, Trista Crick, um, she has someone that went on a podcast up there and said that, um, like, someone in the know in Toronto that uh, Siakam was willing to take a full-fledged extension this summer, uh, and the Raptors passed. Um, But he wanted max money, just not super max money, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so he passed. And that's always going to be the problem. Like, if you're the Kings and you want to go out and chase a guy like this, first of all, he makes $38 million. So the package of players that you've got to put together to go get him is pretty substantial, mm-hmm. right? It's going to be picks and players. Number two, once you get him, the idea would be for, if you're giving up a bunch, for him to stay around. Right. You're making him a core piece. Well, then you're looking at another $40-plus million player. 40 to $50 million player. That's a lot of money If when you already have De'Aaron Fox, you already have DeMontis Sabonis on the roster. I'm not saying that the Kings won't do that because I think that there's a possibility. Like if if Pascal Siakam truly becomes available, and and my my idea on this has shifted slightly. I was always more in the OG camp, right? Sure. Because I think OG's a better defender, and I think he fits seamlessly into the Kings' offense, and basically he replaces Harrison Barnes just a, a younger like better defensive version of mm-hmm. right. A multi-positional defender who has, who can shoot the three and can take somebody off the he's dribble not, and get to the foul line. He's not, he's, he's not as good of a shooter as Harrison Barnes, but he's a game changing defensive player. OG. Yeah. Yeah. But I also think he's very similar as an offensive player to Harrison Barnes. Yeah. And he's yeah, very yeah. similar as a rebounder to Harrison Barnes. There are a lot of similarities. It's just he has this other thing that he does, which is lock down everybody. Mm-hmm. So I was o- always of the opinion that if you can get a, a game-changing, like, small forward defensively, a defensive game-changer, that's one thing. But then I watch the Kings offense, and I look at the way that Pascal Siakam has the ability uh, to, like, pass and move the ball. And I think him alongside Sabonis is, like, spectacular. But I also think him, like, when Sabonis goes to the bench, you could still have an elite passer to work through. And that's where I kind of go, okay, like, he's a good enough defender. He's a really good scorer, so you're going to have to game plan for him. He's a solid rebound, not not a great rebounder. Yeah, I would take him. It's just how do you work out your salary cap moving forward? How do you replace the players that you're going to lose in that transaction, which are, is going to be great. I mean, there's going to be a lot that you lose in that transaction. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think the Kings will be in. And, like, they're going to be in on a lot of big-name players because they know that they're still a piece away. Like, if you're – we're talking, like, medium size, like, it, the Harrison Barnes tier of player. If we're, you're out there trying to get that player, the Kings are probably two of those away from being a championship contender. If you can go get a, a multi-time all-star – who can average, you know, 25 a game and like Siakam can, that might be like the one piece that gets you over the top and puts you in the conversation. My big, my biggest question, I, I agree with you on the fit. I agree with you that it would make the Kings immediate contenders in the West. Mm-hmm. I, I, I am 
all I am here for all of that. My only hang up with this is if you have the Hawks and Pacers also aggressively pursuing this guy. Do the Kings have the war chest to execute that trade without giving up Keegan Murray? Yeah, that's always going to be the question. But, um, I, I mean, in a perfect world, you would, of course, keep Keegan Murray and right. slide him to the three, mm-hmm. and he would be your starting small forward for the next decade. Right. And, you know, of course, he would play some four, uh, but Siakam can play some five. You know, like, you can go small ball, but in a totally mm-hmm. different way. Yeah, I, I think, like, that would be the King's wish that, you yeah, know. Right. And you're not making a deal for a guy who's in the final year of his contract. You're not giving up two or three first-round picks for Pascal Siakam mm-hmm. if he's not signing an extension. So so that changes things as well, right? So what are you getting? And that's where Toronto's put themselves in a bad situation. But the other thing I would say is that if the Kings want to go out and get a player like that, they're never going to have any cap space. Like, their cap space is gone now. Mm-hmm. So the only way for them to acquire that player is to trade for them. They cannot sign him as a free agent, even if they try to lure him. And so when you talk about other teams, when it's Atlanta, um, sure, Atlanta has some young pieces, but nothing that like, you know, totally moves a needle. Like, mm. uh, you know, they've again, they've got some decent, like DeAndre Hunter is a decent young player, like all that stuff. But, um, you know, what is Indiana going to give up? Are they going to give up Benedict Matherin? Outside of that, like what's next? Like mm. they don't have like a bunch of young talent to just, that's elite so it would come down to like how many first round picks can you get? Yeah. And and the Kings can offer their 2026, uh, their 2028, their 2030. I mean, they can do that right now. And the only thing would be that the 2026 would have like an asterisk by it. There'd be a writer written in that if the Kings don't make the playoffs this year and their 2024 pick doesn't get, uh, you know, sent to convey, then like they have to readjust or one pick would become this, one pick would become this, and 2,000 whatever would become like two second-round picks. Mm. And the Kings have a bunch of second-round picks as well. So I think the biggest question is, what does Toronto, who does Toronto want to be after this? Yeah, exactly. And so if they're trying to reset and become, and, and take a huge step backwards, that's one thing. If they're trying to maintain who they are, and just move off of a guy who's going to be a free agent and they're worried they're going to lose or a guy that they don't want to pay $40 million to um, or $50 million to, that's that's one thing. The Kings can, that's where a guy like Harrison Barnes or, you know, like whatever package you can put together if you're the Kings uh, might make sense where you give them a couple of young players, a couple of picks, and then a, a solid veteran that can continue to help them their, uh, grow as a team. So... Yeah, yeah, we'll I'm, have to see. Yeah, I'm I'm fascinated by what Toronto is doing or trying to do or what they want to do because apparently they want to re-sign OG and make him and Scotty Barnes the their their centerpieces and like that makes sense, but they don't really have like a ball handler. But I guess OG, I was listening to a Light Years podcast and they were talking with a, a a writer for the Raptors who basically said that OG wants like a big role. Like that's his that's his main thing. Yeah, and maybe they're gonna try and do that with him and Scotty Barnes and make him more of a ball handler or whatever. I don't. Yeah, I don't really know. But there are rumors out there that OG doesn't want to come to Sacramento. I, I think it was Jay Gaden said it uh, that his mm. sources say he doesn't want to come to Sacramento. And like, look, there's always been a trade 
just so everyone well, knows, there was a trade when the Kings traded for Sabonis. There was a second trade that the Kings tried to pull off, mm-hmm. and the player involved it, like said, "No, I don't want to go." Interesting. And but it so would that make, died. But it would make sense for OG if he's looking for a bigger role. If he looks at this team and goes, "Well, it's De'Aaron Fox, it's Devonis Sabonis. I'm not going to be running like dribble handoffs, so I'm going to be relegated to kind of hanging out in the corner." Yeah, you're going to be the third or the fourth yeah, option, and I don't think I, that would, that is probably his his bigger gripe than than anything else. If that's if that is the case, yeah, and no, I tr- I, and I trust Jake, so that makes sense. And, and I also like if you're Toronto, why not totally reset? And, uh, why not trade them both? And yeah, you because, could get a haul. Yeah, you might be able to walk out of that with like four or five first round picks yeah. if you're trading both, and then you can rebuild around Scotty Barnes. You can rebuild around him, and then some players that. Uh, you know, or space holders for a couple mm. of years. And yeah, I, I definitely, I could see the Kings being aggressive and going to make some sort of move. I could see this being, I mean, again, these trades, like they're worked on for months and sometimes years. Yeah. These teams have had conversations about these players multiple times. Yeah. Multiple. Yeah. It's not a midnight phone call. Like, Hey, what do you think about this for this? Okay. Doesn't go down like that. Yeah. Does do you think I, I I don't want to say for 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 you because I know how you feel about Pascal Siakam but do you feel like the Kings in making such a trade would maybe I don't want to say hold back but would would let his age dictate what they're willing to offer because he turns thirty in April. Yeah, but I, like. Again, if you were to give Siakam a four-year extension, so he play basically his 30, 31, 32, 33, mm-hmm. like even if, you know, if you, I think you can go up to five years. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, I, I still think he's going to be a really good player for most of that time. And yeah. their window is open right now, but that doesn't mean that their window closes. So we've always talked about like the, um, the two, the, the Warriors with their two timelines, right? Of course. Well, the Kings work great. Are in a better situation because Keegan Murray is at the the beginning of that timeline at twenty three, and OG. I mean, like, uh, like Siakam. Siakam would be at the end of the timeline at like twenty nine, but they would all kind of be moving forward together. So at one mm-hmm. point, yes, OG would. I mean, uh, Siakam would like fall off the timeline, mm-hmm. but it's not that he's it's that like much dramatic. older than yeah. uh, than Sabonis. You know, what's he, two years old in Sabonis, three years old in the Fox. Um, yeah, okay. so, yeah, makes sense. I think it would actually, you know, he might be closer to four years older than Fox, but having a 30-year-old isn't a bad thing. A 30-year-old who's won a title, by the way. Yeah, yeah. And well, been in big playoff games. And average 20-plus and, and yeah. six, seven assists and, you know, seven rebounds. Like, this is a, a really good You don't got to convince me. Yeah, he's, I'm a, in. he's an all-star. I'm so. in just so I can make my Siakramento jokes oh i don't even want to say jokes that's just kind of a banger name that's that's it okay and i I can see the merch already yeah but i've also like i think i've said to you now now i need this now you got i need this to happen yeah now you need it to happen (laughs) (laughs) you're like uh joe kelly's wife you're like already yeah i'm I'm ready to go (laughs) you're ready to take the bedazzling off of this if you want (laughs) yeah you're ready to remove the bedazzling i'd say this too if Siakam is the guy, this is kind of an interesting thing because that would push Keegan Murray to like your fourth best player, your fourth option in the starting lineup. 
And so it would devalue Keegan over the course of the next five years. Like whatever you signed OGN and OB to contract wise, it's really tough to have a 30 point score, like a 19 point score, and then two like 22 point per game scores. Sure. That's just really difficult to do. Yeah. So I think those things all kind of average out though over the course of a of a season. I don't think it's like the end of the world. No, I, I'm not saying it's that, but I definitely like, you know, it's the old thing. There's only one ball and you're already having issues trying to find time for some of these guys. Mm-hmm. So, and the money, the money's extreme. Like you're going to lock up everything and basically four players. And the other thing is you have to understand that you're going to have to pay Siakam and then like you're only like two seasons away from having to pay Keegan Murray. Mm-hmm. And then next thing you know, you're a $200 million payroll and you're, you know, you're paying a luxury tax and you hope that you have a championship team. Okay. Um, yeah, definitely. I, sorry, I lost my train of thought. I was going to say something and I can't remember what it was. It's all right, Kyle. Good thing I'm on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> I've got you. So, so <laughs> no, you, okay. I remember I'm back on. So you mentioned, you mentioned the, the, the one ball and you got to, you know, find yeah. minutes for all these guys. That dovetails nicely with the point I want to make about Friday's game against the Suns. I was, I, I think the most impressive thing to me, aside from, you know, De'Aaron Fox and Demonis Sabonis doing the things they do, is just how ready the guys on the Kings bench are staying. Yeah. And how every night, okay, you know what you're going to, you for the most part, know what you're going to get from De'Aaron Fox, you know what you're going to get from Demonis Sabonis. And if one of them has a truly abominable game, then it's going to be tougher to win. Mm-hmm. But it's not the same. It's not, hey, every night Keegan Murray's giving you 18 to 25 and Kevin Herter's giving you 18 to 20. On Friday, it was it was Vizenkov with 14. Keon Ellis adds 10 points. And some nights it's Malik Monk. Sometimes it's been Davion Mitchell a couple times this season. I've been just really, really impressed by the fact that this rotation has been a little bit all over the place as Mike Brown has tried to mix and match and figure things out and work through injuries and, you know, find different sparks off the bench. The fact that on Friday, this time it was, it's been Sasha a couple times, but hey, you know what? Hey, here's 14 from Sasha. Oh, hey, Keon Ellis. Mm-hmm. Been a really, been a fine player, but a fine little spark plug. Good on defense. Knows what to do on offense without being a disaster. Yeah, he's going to give you 10 tonight. And that, that is a, I think, honestly, when it comes to the whole trade discussion, that's something that keeps coming up in the back of my mind is like, the Kings have really good depth right now. And maybe not, hey, this guy is going to eventually play 25 minutes a night for this team depth, but you feel good about with the buttons Mike Brown is pushing, hey, piecing together a really good bench night in and night out. It's going to be led by Malik Monk. We all know that. But those secondary and tertiary bench scores, if that's just kind of a rotating cast, I don't hate that. No, I don't either. And that's why, like, Sasha can step up and, and get you, you know, 12 to 15 points, right? He hasn't mm-hmm. he hasn't hit 15 yet, but he will. Um, Trey Lyles can do the same thing, right? So you do have all these players. And then Keon Ellis is out there to just, like, he's just chaos. Mm-hmm. And as long as he's hitting his three-point shots, he's going to play. Like if that's who he is, if he can get you a bucket here and there, it's kind of what separates him from Kessler Edwards. Yes. Like it, like he's way, he plays way more like aggressive and frantic. Uh, but that's just kind of like, he's a, 
a total disruptor. And I, I think he's going to keep earning time. And so, like, but if he can hit the three ball, and he was actually good from three last season in Stockton. Mm. Like, if he can if he can become a reliable scorer, um, and not a big scorer, but, you know, six points one night, nine points, eight points, you know, that kind of stuff, it just makes you really, really tough. And especially the way he, he just plays defense, like, all over the place. So, and his versatility. So, yeah, I, I like their bench. And the other thing is, like, you also have Colby Jones, which we haven't even got to see a lot of, but uh, like that's what you need. You need another line. Mm-hmm. So like again, you watch Denver; they lose Bruce Brown. Well, they have Christian Brown ready to step in and take yeah. over. So while one one guy got paid like eighteen million bucks a year, something crazy, or or twenty million a year, and you couldn't afford to keep him, mm-hmm. it's okay because you had a succession plan. You right. had what was next, right. and. I think that's what the Kings are setting up right now. Like they don't know what this trade deadline is going to be like. They don't know what the next like month and a half is building up to that. What they do know is that the more pieces to the puzzle they have on their bench, the more players they have that can impact winning, the better they are. We're going to go to the phones. 916-909-1320. Uh-oh. Um, hey, what's your name and where are you calling from? I might need you to... Oh, wait. There we go. Hey, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, what's happening? What's your name? Where are you calling from? Oh, this is Nick from from uh, Davis. What do you want to say, How Nick? can I win the PS5? Oh, hey, great question. Uh, we will tell you when to call at some point later in the show, and we'll tell you what number you got to be, okay? Okay, cool. Thanks for listening. Thank Appreciate it. There we go. ESPN 1320, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Frank in Sacramento. Frank, what'd you want to say? You got Keon Ellis takes? Oh. He's do, gone. Do we lose Frank? <laughs> <laughs> what, do oh, people man, think we're giving away something today, Kyle? I, I guess Is that so. what's happening? That, yeah, no, I guess uh, I guess there was a promo going out that's like, hey, they're giving away a PS5, so I guess uh, we should do that. We should. Not right now. We're not going to do it right now. For God's sakes, don't call us. When are we going to do it? When are we going to do it? Later on. <laughs> in the second hour. The second hour we're yeah. going to give. We're going to uh, do it. We'll do it in the first hour a couple times. We've got five of these things to give away this week. I know. I'm, so, I'm so excited about uh, the PS5 giveaway. It's awesome. I, I like that you made things really awkward there, Kyle. Yeah, no, that was, my, that was the goal. Yeah, that you was. to make sure. Yeah. Yeah, so that first guy that calls, he has called every radio station I've ever worked for in Sacramento anytime there's a prize. Oh, good. He's ready to go. He's, he's a prize guy. Ready to try. Big prize guy. I wonder how gives many he's won. Gives different names. Gives a oh, it's a whole thing, dude. Oh, it's bananas. Oh, it is. It's bananas. Okay. Anyways. All right. Uh, That's we awesome. will be giving away. We will be giving away a PS5 though. Copy of NBA 2K24. Uh, one of these. One of oh, these. Oh yeah. One of these hoodies. Black hoodie. Got the Insiders Custom Insiders logo on it. Uh, that will be well. It doesn't have to be black. There's also blue. There's also red. You will work that out with our promotion staff, and they'll and they'll get you hooked up. That's It'll right. Come pre, your PS5 will come pre wrapped. So if you're going to give it as a Christmas gift, you won't even have to wrap it. Oh yeah. And we have adorable wrapping paper. That would, I love the dinos. I'm a big fan of the dinos. Would be awesome is if they got it home and and they got it unwrapped and it wasn't a PS5. Oh, no. <laughs> that wouldn't be awesome at all, dude. I wouldn't like that. <laughs> I would not like that one bit. We can assure you there are PS5s. In, uh, in each of the boxes, and we will uh, be sure uh-huh. to hook you up with one of those. That is coming up a little bit later. We will be very clear. We will make it abundantly clear. Like, hey, this is when you should be calling call right now. 
be caller number. We'll make it a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. There's not going to be any guesswork. No. I'm going to hit Sounders. Oh, it's going to be hit, noisy. It's going to be crazy. We're gonna all going to have it. a good time. You're going to not even want a PS5 by the time I'm done. I'm definitely going to be playing this. Like, for sure. There will be this. Jiffy Lou is what I'm calling it. We'll hit some air horns. We'll hit some applause. All of that. Yeah, it's all going to play. I love all of it. And then someone's going to be a winner. I'm a winner. Mm-hmm. See? Yeah. I, I don't even, That's not my button. I don't get to put press buttons. So I knew exactly where you were going, though. Kyle's in there. He He's right. he's ready for this. So that's coming up a little bit later. We'll be giving away a PS5. PS5. The fun thing I'm going to do throughout the week is I'm going to pick the caller number based on some like quirky or... Random stat. Kind of random stat. Part of me wanted to make it caller 15 today for Kadarius Tony. Oh. But I didn't do that. I'll tell you what, what caller number it is. I thought he's 19. Is he 19? Oh, is he 19? Yeah, no, yeah. 19. Patrick Mahomes is 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, yeah, no, no, no. Patrick Mahomes is 15. Or you could have just made Tony's it five 19. for the five-yard penalty. Oh, yeah, or five uh, for De'Aaron Fox. There we go. Yeah. Oh, uh, this is amazing. Didn't do any of that. Shout out to Jiffy Lube. <laughs> Big fans. Also, that doesn't, again, our, our $100 gift card giveaway, gift yeah. certificate giveaway is not stopping. Uh, ESPN1320.com right now. Click on that Jiffy Lube sign, promo code FOX, and enter that code word after you click on the little Jiffy Lube sign up front and enter to win a $100, $100 Jiffy Lube gift certificate. Whew. There it is. Man. There it is. They're not playing. They're not <laughs> playing around this holiday season, bro. It's incredible. Uh-huh. No, so a uh, good win for the Kings over the Suns. It would have been a good win regardless, but it went from... Hey, they are they are there with the Kevin Durant, uh, Devin Booker Suns. To hey, they should beat this version of the Suns. They're better than the, than than no KD, no Brad Beal. That Suns team is just not very deep, and the Kings are one of the four best teams in the West. Yeah, and well, they should be beating that version of Phoenix, and they did. I also think it's interesting. Last year at this time, they were eleven and nine after twenty mm-hmm. games, and this year they're twelve and eight. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing I'll point out is the Kings have like 40 plus games missed due to injury yeah. already. And that's pretty substantial. Mm-hmm. And if they didn't have those injury games, they probably would have a couple more wins. Mm-hmm. And and so like, look, um, if you can survive early injuries and then hopefully get healthy and stay healthy, like this team still has a, a very good shot of winning 50 games. Mm-hmm. The other thing, Kyle is the Kings couldn't get over the hump uh, the the four they kept getting to four win uh, four games over 500 last year. They mm-hmm. could not get that fifth win mm-hmm. and move five games over. So this is one of those tests again tonight where you're trying to get five games over 500 and once they broke through, they never looked back. Yeah, they just started rolling. Yeah, they just started rolling. So I'd like to see how they respond tonight whether this is I mean this is a good Nets team mm-hmm. or whether they can go out there and get that f- and move five games over 500. A weirdly good Nets team. They don't have that bona fide superstar, but it feels like with their collection of talent, they could kind of go beat any team in the league. Yeah, Mikhail Bridges is someone that I'm giving up three first round picks for and a pick swap and like you call just him a superstar. He's a he's definitely an all star and and he's one of the best two way players in the game. Like his length, athleticism. This is the guy, right? That, that yeah, like. Yeah. Just leave him here. Like when right. the when the team plane leaves the the Brooklyn mm-hmm. Nets, he doesn't get on that team plane. He goes on the Kings team plane to to the Clippers game on on Tuesday. 
uh, that's that's where you're at. Like, <laughs> like we can talk about perfect fits and all that stuff. It's Mikel Bridges. Is there He's a team the Mikel Bridges doesn't fit on though? No. Like elite defender, knockdown shooter. Oh no! I like he fits yeah. just about everywhere. Yeah. Yep. Which is why the Nets aren't trading him. No. There's a reason that they demanded him in the Kevin Durant deal. Yes. Yeah, he's a stud. All right. We got to get back to this Niners win over the Seahawks, but we're going to take a big picture look at uh, at yesterday's game, and then the 49ers got a little bit of help around the league as well. We will talk about all of that coming up on the Insider, sponsored by GP Loop here on ESPN 1320, Sacramento Sports <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 